Welcome to the Zach on Leadership Podcast. I am your host, Zach Hughes. Today's episode is entitled, 25-Minute Meetings. It's time to add transitions into our workday. Back in high school, my days were broken up into several class periods. At the end of a period, the bell rang, signaling the time to transition to the next class. If I remember correctly, I had about seven or eight minutes to travel to my next class, use the restroom, swap books at my locker, and say hi to my band geek friends. When the bell rang a second time, I was expected to be sitting at my desk at my next class with the right textbook ready to go. There wasn't a lot of transition time, but there was enough. Our modern work environment looks quite a bit different. The default unit of measure for modern meetings is 30-minute increments. Most of my meetings are 30 minutes. However, some are 60 and a few are 90 minutes long. From 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. From 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., I have 18 distinct schedulable units on my calendar. I don't leave all of those time slots available. I block some of them off for desk time and other tasks. I've written about this previously in a different blog article. You can find a link to that in the show notes. The problem isn't that I could potentially have 18 30-minute meetings in one day. That's a different issue for another day. The problem is that each meeting stops at the top of the hour, ends at the bottom of the hour, at the simultaneous moment that the next meeting is supposed to start. The norm is that you use all of the meeting time and allow no time for transition. If you need time to transition, you are leaving your current meeting early or showing up at your next meeting late. Occasionally, a meeting organizer will intentionally end the meeting early to give time back. But that is a generous exception, not the rule. So we spend all day going from meeting to meeting without any transitions. This creates two problems. First, our brains don't have any time to shift from one subject to the next. That shift still needs to happen, so it will automatically make the last bit of the previous meeting and the first bit of the next meeting unproductive. The second problem is stress. Occasionally, if for no other reason than needing the restroom, we will take transition breaks. But by doing so, we will cut out of meetings early or show up to our next meetings late, which creates additional stress. We want to take care of ourselves, but we don't want to do so at the expense of others. Most people try to be considerate. In that attempt, we unknowingly increase our stress load. Who is to blame? We are all working within a predefined structure. At my high school, the administrators decided on the class period schedule and the amount of transition time. In a workplace, we all just accept and work with the Microsoft Outlook defaults. Therefore, I can easily blame Microsoft, but I also must credit Microsoft for giving us all an easy way to solve this problem. There is a feature that has been available for some time that solves this problem. For those of you sitting in front of your work computer right now, follow along with me. Click File. Options, Calendar, go down to Calendar Options. There's a beautiful little checkbox entitled End Appointments and Meetings Early. Check it. There are two sub-options. By default, Outlook will automatically end meetings that are less than one hour, five minutes early. And it will automatically end meetings that are more than one hour, ten minutes early. This immediately has the following effect for all meetings that you schedule. 
30-minute meetings start on time but end after 25 minutes. 60-minute meetings end after 50 minutes. 90-minute meetings end after 80 minutes. This is an elegant solution that automatically gives your meeting participants transition time before their next meeting. While this is a powerful first step, there are three problems that need to be overcome. Discipline. When the bell rang at my school, it rang with authority. Everyone obeyed it. If you didn't, that could likely mean detention. It'll be tempting to run your 25-minute meeting to the 29 or 30-minute mark because you are discussing important things. Think of all the times your teacher was in mid-sentence when the bell rang in your high school. It didn't matter. The class was over. We need to be equally disciplined in ending our meetings on time. Underestimating. You might realize that you need a full 30 minutes or full 60 minutes to have a successful meeting. Then you need to book a larger time slot. If the 30-minute meeting cannot fit in 25 minutes, then book a 50-minute time slot. It's that simple. Community. At my high school, everyone operated on the same schedule. It would have been chaotic if different classes offered different amounts of transition time between classes. Therefore, it is helpful if everyone in a department operates on the same rules. We did this within CHS IT recently. Several had already been making this a practice, but we made this the norm department-wide. If you've been listening to Zach on Leadership for a while, you know that I care deeply about effectively managing fatigue. We simply cannot do our best work if we are exhausted and stressed all of the time. We should switch up our work location, figure out our ergonomics, give ourselves camera breaks, and use our PTO. You can find links to articles that I wrote on those subjects in the show notes. And now we should add 25-minute meetings. All of these tactics work together to make a better work environment where we can truly do our best work. Our teams are counting on us to be our best. Don't just trudge through the day, but set yourself up for success. You can do it. That's all for this week's episode of the Zach on Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening.